guys, and welcome to another episode of Everything Went Black. I've been sort of uh, radio silent for the last few weeks uh, because I was down in Florida recording the new Tombs album with Eric Rutan down at Mana Studios. Um, it was a long, long, long month. I mean, that's uh, you know not not a negative thing. Um, it was very thorough. For any of you out there who uh, have had the opportunity to work with Eric, um, you'll realize that he is one of the top professionals when it comes to producing uh, metal records, and he's also very particular about the types of sounds and performances that go on to all these records. So, you know, it was a very detailed, arduous um, few weeks, and uh, the record's complete. It's been mastered on Friday, and now it's pretty much out of my hands. The uh, release date is June 23rd, um, and it's going to be our debut on Metal Blade Records. So, really excited about that. Um, there was a you know couple of setbacks along the way. Um, you know, longtime bass player Ben Brand has left the band, so I uh, I ended up playing bass on the record. And um, our synthesizer player, Fade Kaner, has also left the band back in uh, November or December, one of those months. So, uh, yeah, we're back to uh, being a four-piece, more or less, um, gearing up to head out on tour in March. Um, that's going to be with the Darkest Hour, Ringworm, and Rivers of Nile. So uh, I'll be seeing some of you people out there. And, um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a very eventful month for me. You know, people have complained that January flew by, but for me, January felt like three months. So, uh, not much sleep, a lot of long days, a lot of long hours, flights, um, stress. Some of it was normal, some of it was not so normal, and um, yeah, we finally got it over the fence. You know, it's a little bittersweet sometimes when you finish recording a record, um, you know, the, the buildup to it was, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time preparing. Um, you know, we had the tour in November, so we were out on the road. And then pretty much all of December was devoted to getting ready to record, you know, finishing up, you know, some vocal patterns, um, you know, working on uh, just some final revisions to the lyrics and uh, just practicing because I know that tracking a record with Eric requires the utmost effort, the highest level of effort possible, you know, especially for a guy of uh, limited abilities like myself. Um, you know, it was a very, uh, very challenging task. And um, I feel like I've, uh, you know, I feel like I might've did a pretty good job on that. Evan, Evan did a great job. Um, I feel like Evan's, you know, joining up with us, has really, uh, you know, played a major role in crafting our sound. And, um, you know, likewise, he did a great job on this record. Um, there's a couple of guest vocal spots. We got, um, you know, Rafe Glicken from Black Anvil did some vocals on one song. Eric Rutan did some backup vocals. And, um, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting this thing out there to you guys. So uh, I'm getting back into the swing of things. Uh, like I said, that took me away from, from the uh, confines of my home studio here for quite a while. 
But uh, I'm going to be getting back on the horse when it comes to uh, cranking out episodes of Everything Went Black. Um, you know, we got a new website coming. Uh, for those of you who, um, you know, on Facebook, it'd be really cool if you gave us a couple of likes. Uh, you know, there's also a YouTube channel, which right now is just the episodes. But I'm hoping to do something really cool with that um, down the line. Uh, you know, I need to get some people together who who can shoot and edit quickly. And, um, yeah, I'd like to get some, some more pieces going. That's going to be a goal for this year is to actually populate the YouTube channel with some interesting videos, um, you know, along the same lines as what I'm doing on the podcast. But, you know, just, um, just doing some cool visual stuff. You know, I've always been very interested in that medium. And for those of you who dig horror... Uh, Mike and I are going to be cranking out another Necromaniacs episode in another week or so, so keep an eye out for that. And those of you who don't know about my other podcast, Necromaniacs, it's on uh, it's on iTunes. Um, for now, I post the episodes on the Everything Went Black website and Facebook page. And there's also a Necromaniacs Facebook page if you want to give that a a look at and um, you know give it a like or two. But, uh, you know, there's a new site coming for that, too. So there's a bunch of stuff that's about to drop uh, regarding Everything Went Black, um, you know, Necromaniacs, and uh, Tombs. Well, the Tombs thing is going to be a few months from now. But I'm actually quite um, impressed by how quickly Metal Blade can turn these things around. Um, you know, normally in the past, like when, you know, like experiences with Relapse and, you know, other labels... You record a record and then like, you know, eight or nine months later, the thing comes out and, um, you know, you kind of, there's that lag between being really excited about the recording and then not having anyone able to check it out and enjoy the music, you know, and pretty impressed that Metal Blade, you know, we recorded it um, in January, we mastered it on Friday and June 23rd is the release date and I find that very impressive. And for those of you out there who don't don't play in a band or you know haven't done you know don't work in the music field and are are uh, you know enthusiasts of music and fans, um, you don't realize that there is oftentimes a huge lag between when the records are you know recorded and when it actually gets into your hands. So uh, a little inside information on that. This is kind of turning into an ad for a bunch of things that I'm doing, I guess, but I'm going to go there anyway. Um, if you dig coffee, uh, by now you should all know that I run Savage Gold Coffee. That's a brand that um, I've helped define. And uh, the coffee is roasted up in Syracuse by uh, my good friend Jesse Dano. And um, you know, we kind of figure out what we want to achieve with each, each roast and, and go for it. So um, that's savagegoldcoffee.com. Uh, for those of you out there, I mean, this, this is kind of interesting because, uh, you know, I, I myself like to train martial arts and roll around on mats and things like that. And uh, one of the problems with that is uh, getting infections, which, you know, at this point I've had three or four different infections and it's a drag. You got to take, you know, antibiotics and, you know, it's just an overall bummer. So, one of the ways to fight infection is to these, use these antibacterial soaps. And, uh, you know, it's not that, you know, Purell garbage that people walk around the city with and, you know, sprays it and disinfects everything and kills all of the 
you know, microorganisms on your skin. But uh, antimicrobial soap is uh, just that. It's uh, a combination of essential oils and, um, you know, all natural ingredients like that. You know, there's pine, um, tea tree oil, things like that, which are naturally antimicrobial and kill things like MRSA, staph infections, um, you know, any other kind of weird microorganism that might bum you out. Um, so, yeah, Savage Gold has a, an antimicro soap coming out. Um, it's called the Savage Gold Centurion. Uh, there'll be photographs of that servicing in the next few days. Uh, you can check out the Savage Gold Instagram page, but I'll also be uh, be putting it on Facebook for, you know, everything went black, my own personal page and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, man, if um, you guys are interested in that, you, you know, you roll jiu-jitsu or you're a wrestler, you know, or you do Muay Thai, um, anything where you run the risk of getting an infection, you might want to check out uh, Savage Gold Centurion, which is going to be showing up soon. And, um, yeah, so enough of the ads, even though, to me, it's not really an ad. It's more of, um, you know, a, uh, a passion of mine. Um, you know, I'm just going to go on to more information here for everybody. I think, like most reasonable people in this country, um, I don't support Donald Trump. And um, it's somewhat of an embarrassment to me if you're tuning in from overseas that Donald Trump has secured the presidency of the United States. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just want to go on record saying that I'm against all of these, these things that have been happening in the last few weeks, this ban on immigration. Um, now, but one of the more interesting things is I've been seeing a lot of stuff on, online about impeaching Donald Trump, which is an absolute... Absolutely, that's a fantastic idea. But uh, that's not going to solve the problem, really. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think it's great to get him out of office. I would hate to see him um, complete his term. But if we do impeach Donald Trump, we still have to contend with that idiot, Vice President Michael Pence who in some ways is uh, worse than Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump is kind of a joke. Uh, you know, he, he says things that people want to hear. He, you know, may or may not be connected religiously with any sort of uh, Christian ideals. I mean, I know that he claims that, but does he actually, you know, is he really into that whole trip? But Pence, 100%, is like the Antichrist to all progressive ideas. Um, you know, hey, man, I have no problem with religion. I think that as long as you don't bother anyone, you don't hurt anybody, and you quietly, you know, do whatever your, whatever your thing is. If you want to, you know, worship the Easter Bunny, that's great. If you believe in God, if you believe in Jehovah, if you believe in Allah or whatever, man, that's up to you. As long as you don't bother anyone. You can sit home and do your thing. But um, once you start telling people what to do and you start passing legislation that prohibits people from uh, from living their lives the way they want to live them and limiting their rights, which our forefathers fought for and died for and shed blood and bled for, then we have a problem. So, you know, I think we all have to pay attention, man. I think that, you know, I've never really been overly political in my, you know, in my life, but you know, this is something where I feel like I have to wake up and, um, 
you know, I'm trying to figure out ways to, to be active. I mean, I know there's protests and everything, but, you know, though that's a very useful thing, I was, you know, I wasn't able to, you know, participate in any of these things. They happened the day, I, you know, around the time I flew back from, uh, from recording. And, um, you know, I, I was sort of out of the loop of what was going on here in New York. But, uh, you know, that might be one way that everyone can get involved. But the thing to remember about protests is that, yeah, man, it shows uh, a bunch of, you know, solidarity between people and, you know, the press will cover it and you'll see this big group with their signs and chanting things and everything. But it really just makes the protester feel better. You go home, you feel like you did something. But I think that um, there's got to be a better way, a more effective way of communicating dissatisfaction with the government than protesting. Um, you know, I think it's a great outlet for people to go and do it, but I think that there has to be somewhere. And I don't know the answer to this. I'm trying to figure that out myself. So if anyone out there has any suggestions, um, you know, hit me up. I would be more than happy to participate in some sort of movement that will help, you know, quell the fires of uh, suppression that are, uh, you know, starting to, to ignite in this country. And um, so, yeah, I mean, if I come upon anything, man, I'll, I'll let you guys know, and uh, maybe we can all do it together. You know, I don't know. I mean, I guess communication is uh, one of the biggest, um, you know, one of, the, one of our biggest weapons against ignorance. So hopefully this podcast, uh, you know, can, can be a means for people to become more active. I'm actually looking into some guests down the line who um, who know a little bit about this. One of them is is uh, this this lady. Uh, her name is Polly Halfkenny, and she is a, is an attorney and was also active during the '60s. And uh, if if anyone knows how to you know rock this rock the system, I think uh, I think Polly would know this. So uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna get that happening in a couple of weeks uh definitely before i leave for tour and um i think that might be a really interesting episode and uh you know just you guys just let me know what you think man let let me um yeah i, I would appreciate feedback that'd be cool and if you're interested in stuff like that um you know hit me up either on facebook or mike.hill everythingwentblackmedia.com you know or leave a message on Inst- on my instagram or, or whatever but I think that this is a very important thing. It's like more important than, you know, putting out metal records, uh, training jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. It's more important than uh, drinking MCT oil in your coffee. And this is something that I feel um, motivated to learn more about and to become more effective. And, um, you know, it's, it's scary. I'm terrified. I mean, we were on the road in November when the election happened. And I remember playing in Atlanta and, uh, just the heaviness of watching that tide of red sweep across the country and not really believing that it was actually happening. And, uh, I mean, still in all, we all know that Donald Trump did not win the popular vote. However, he got the electoral vote, so he's the president. Um, I just think we all need to figure out, to pay attention, to understand how the government works, to understand how people get elected, to get off our asses and vote. And granted, I know I'm not a Hillary supporter either, um, but there's other candidates out of there. So maybe this whole debacle 
will give credence to these third parties, these other other you know parties that are out there, the Green Party, the Libertarians. Um, they might be viable options in future elections because I know that it's not working if the only if we only have two options. It's definitely not working with the two options that we had, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's troubling times. You know, and, and the scary thing about it, and I'm guilty of this as well as everyone else, is just not paying attention, man. It's like not believing that we can make a difference, not thinking that, um, you know, thinking that everything's going to be okay, you know, being passive. And I, like I said, I'm guilty of this as well. I live in this wonderful country of opportunity and freedom because as much as us Americans complain about freedom we don't we don't live in in a uh, in a dictatorship yet but this has given us insights into what a life living under the you know iron heel of dictatorship could end up being i mean there was also an article out there saying that uh trump they someone believes that trump is planning to do some sort of coup d'etat in this country you know and um why not you know it was a cakewalk for him to, to win, you know? Everyone believed the rhetoric. I mean, if you really step back and look, there's a cabinet of completely inexperienced people that are running the country right now. And that makes me nervous. That makes me terrified. And uh, many people in my immediate family supported Donald Trump. You know, and it, it really... Family is family, man. And, and like, you can't... You know, I have no good reason to turn my back on my parents. I mean, they've been there for me in ways that no one else has been there for me all my life. But we differed, you know, on this. And, and it was a hard um, issue for me to get past for the holiday season. You know, and I love my family. I love my parents. And we've always had a, a good relationship. And, um, you know, they've always been Democrat. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> They've always been Republicans, and I've always been a liberal or Democrat. And I'm actually not a Democrat. I'm an independent. I'm not registered as a Democrat. So when, uh, when Barack Obama was, um, you know, was running for president, I, I, I registered as a Democrat so I can vote in the primaries. But then I changed my status back to, to uh, independent. So... Yeah, I just believe in freedom, man. And I think that we have to start looking in different options. And, uh, you know, after four years, I'm sure Trump's going to try to run again. But one of the things that a lot of Republicans are concerned about is if he alienates so many people that the Republicans won't be able to, you know, people won't want to elect another Republican president. But by then it might be too late. By then, Trump may have installed himself as emperor of the United States and, you know, he'll have an infinite dynasty of uh, power in our country. And uh, every year that goes by, we'll be becoming less and less of a relevant force in the world economy. And, um, yeah, ultimately this will become a third world country. We'll be living in caves and uh, eking out an existence as hunter-gatherers once again. So, you know, I didn't mean to get all you know heavy and political on this uh, podcast. I mainly just wanted to say hi and uh, check in with y'all. Um, 
Got some cool stuff coming up. We got Chris from Woe uh, in a couple of days. He's coming on the episode, doing an episode for uh, for his, talking about his new record. And uh, for those of you out there who um, are up with, up to date on clairvoyant.com, I have a, a Q&A with Chris about the very same thing. But there's nothing better than the free-form, free-flowing conversations that happen on this podcast. So, um, so yeah, I invited Chris to come by. He doesn't live too far away. And uh, we're going to talk about metal, we're going to talk about the new Woe record, talk about touring, talking about life and what he's been doing these last few years that Woe hasn't been very active. So that should be a fun episode. And um, so, yeah. Once again, I hope everyone's having a good year. I hope everyone's, you know, prospering and, and living well. And uh, for those of you that um, enjoy the music of Tombs, I'll be seeing you guys out there in March. So please, if you come out to any of the shows, uh, feel free to stop by and say hello.